As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Transforming Lives Bible Radio Show with Dr. V of Florence, South Carolina and the Divine Church of Deliverance. Catch Transforming Bible Radio Show every Tuesday with Dr. V at 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on Positive Power with Robert Christian Media and Spreaker Podcast. Well, praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord. Welcome back to the Transforming Lives Bible Radio Show. And, of course, you are listening at your favorite Bible radio show host, none other than Dr. V, better known as Dr. Virginia Singleton, all the way to you live from Florence, South Carolina. We were experiencing some technical difficulties, so we apologize of coming before you a little bit later, but I promise you we are, we are so sorry, but we were having a little bit of problems getting on. But thank you to those of you who hung in there. Amen. Hallelujah. We promise you will be blessed by this word tonight. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Again, we are coming to you live all the way from Florence, South Carolina. Uh, we are the senior pastor of the Divine Church of Deliverance, where Pastor Chuck Sangerton serves as our assistant, as well as a producer of Transforming Lives Bible Radio. And we all well know Jerry Ross is the engineer of this podcast, and he is the best engineer on this planet. Amen, amen. Thank you again for hanging in there and tuning in to Transforming Lives. We know how we got to do it, and we especially got to give honor to the one who makes it possible for us every Tuesday evening to come before you with the word. So let us pray. Father God, in the blessed name of Jesus, we just want to say thank you again for life, health, and strength. We want to thank you, Father God, for the blood that is yet running warm in our veins. For many that was on this podcast the last time, they are not here to speak for themselves on tonight. They are not even able to lift up their voice to tell you thank you. But, Father God, we thank you that you have given us another opportunity to lift up our voice, Father God, in the atmosphere and give you honor to give you glory and to give you praise and just to say thank you. Father God, we ask that you breathe on this line onto everyone, oh God, that is on this line tonight. Father, breathe on this word tonight, Father God. Bless it that our lives can be changed, and Lord, and that we can be transformed by the word of the Lord. Lord, continue decreasing this servant that we might be increased even the more to become more like you. We thank you in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, and in the name of the precious Holy Ghost. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. 
and your people say amen, amen, and amen. Again, welcome back to the Transforming Lives Bible Radio Show. As always, we ask you but one thing, and that is if you hit those share buttons and invite others, family, members, friends, even enemies, invite them to this show on tonight that they too can be blessed by this word. Tonight we're being led to the book of Galatians, Galatians chapter 3, amen. And even though we are going to be um, discussing um, verses 1 through 14, we're only going to read into your hearing verses 11 and 12. Galatians chapter 3, verse 11 and 12, and it reads, But that no man is justified by the law in the sight of God, it is evident, for the just shall live by faith. And the law is not of faith, but the man that doeth them shall live in them. Oh, bless the name of the Lord. Our subject for discussion on this Bible study tonight is faith makes the difference. Yes, faith makes the difference. Well, in our pre-text chapter, chapter 2, Paul declared that we can only be justified, which means that we can only be made right with God by faith in Jesus Christ and not by following the law of Moses. In this particular chapter, in chapter 3, tonight what we are going to look at, Paul offers three arguments why what he stated and declared is true. His first argument he offers is that he offers from that the Galatians, their own experience. His second argument is that he offers from the teaching of the scriptures. And his third argument he offers is from the legal standpoint of a covenant contract that God made with his people. Paul further reminds us as the people of God, he reminds us that the law, when we say the law, we're talking about the Mosaic law, cannot save mankind from their sins, but it can only reveal our sinfulness and convince us of our need to be saved by faith in Jesus Christ. So as we go throughout our Bible discussion on tonight, we are going to go away, hopefully, by faith, that we are going to understand that no matter how much of this Bible we know, and no matter how much we can quote, it does not matter how much of it that we can understand. Unless we believe it, that we quote it, we understand it, and we walk it by faith, none of it is going to make a difference in our life because it is only faith in Jesus Christ and faith in the gospel of the word of God is that it makes the difference in our life. When we go back and when we look in verse 1, Paul had a problem with the church down at Galatia. Well, first of all, what was the problem? We know that Paul did much teaching down in around the churches in Asia Minor. And the church of Galatia was one of those churches. But now he had been getting letters and getting word that there was a change that had taken place since the last time he had visited with them. So Paul expressed concern to them in this epistle. So he wrote to the church at Galatia 
And in verses 1 through 4 here, we are going to look at Paul confronting his concern to them in these passages to help them understand what happened because the Holy Spirit that they received under his teaching and under his direction and under his instruction, something had happened. They had turned away from the spirit and the faith that they had received, and now they have reverted back to living by the law. So he said here in verse 1, O foolish Galatians, who have bewitched you that you should not obey the truth before whose eyes Jesus Christ have been evidently set forth, crucified among you. What was Paul saying here? Paul confronted the Galatians with that question. He wanted to understand who be with you that you should not obey the truth. That's a question that not only did he confront the Galatians with, but we, the people of God, even today, from the time that we say that we have accepted Christ into our life, and we say that we began the journey of walking by faith and not by sight, and now that we have gotten off of that faith path, we need to confront ourselves with this same question. What have or who have be with us? to cause us to stop believing the truth of the gospel. And now we have reverted back to that old man, to that old lifestyle that we used to walk in. You know, we no longer are rallying after God. We are no longer on fire for the Lord like we were when we first came to Christ. See, it had become evident that they had eyewitness the crucifixion of Jesus Christ. Yet, now they appear foolish in their actions and believe as though they were under a spell of false doctrine. Oh, we can't be judgmental of these Galatians tonight because some of us act as though we are cast under a spell of something. Now they're acting as unlearned and as though they have a lack of wisdom which was formally imparted to them through the teaching of the gospel. Their behavior of the Galatians caused great concern in Paul. And he found himself as a spiritual father investigating their faith by expressing his fatherly concern here in this epistle about how easily the church at Galatia had turned their back on God and how they soon forgot the sound instruction they had received. Oh, we need to hear this word on the line tonight, and we can't sit in judgment as we hear this word and say, oh, those foolish Galatians, are we walking in the foolish spirit of those Galatians tonight as though we have forgotten what we received when we first received Jesus in our life? Paul said, as he continued to go on, he says, so I'll ask you. I'm not going to ask anybody else because I've heard through the grapevine from others, but I want to find out from you for myself. What better information can we get concerning somebody than to get it from the horse's mouth themselves? So Paul went on in verse 2, and he said, this only would I learn of you. Receive ye the Spirit by the works of the law or by the hearing 
of faith. Verse 3, are ye so foolish, having begun in the spirit? Are ye now made perfect by the flesh? Have you suffered so many things in vain, if it be yet in vain? You know, Paul was concerned about the church at Galatia. And he wanted to know, now, wait a minute. Did the law cause you to be filled with the Holy Spirit? Or was it by your faith in the teaching and the hearing of the word of God? Was it by your works and by the keeping of the law? Or was it by your faith and hearing of the word of God and you being taught and preached of the word unto you? You know, the Bible said that faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Being the, the spiritual father and loving the people down in Galatia as much as Paul did. He was very concerned about them, and Paul needed them to understand that the law was not even capable of imparting the Holy Spirit unto them, and that it could not bring about perfecting them from their sin, and neither could the law were any miracle in their life. But their faith, hallelujah, would make the difference in the miracles, the signs, and wonders of all of the things that they needed in their life to come to pass. We, too, need to understand that no matter how well we know this word, no matter how well we can preach and teach this gospel, until we can understand it and receive it by faith, and in all that we do with this word, unless we can believe it by faith, whatever it says, it will never make a difference, and we will never be able to receive the miracles, the signs, and the wonders. And nor will we be able to work miracles, signs, and wonders that will follow us unless we do the work of the ministries by faith. The Galatians, their lack of faith had caused a breakdown in the move of God now in the ministry, so much so that they could no longer hear from God. See, our ears can become deafened. Our ear can become closed so much so that we can no longer hear the voice of the Lord when he speaks to us, when we are no longer operating out of faith and we are no longer consulting help from the Holy Spirit to lead and to guide us through our life, throughout the course of every day. When we're leaning to our own understanding and when we are trusting only in the doctrine of man, then we have already set ourselves up for failure in everything that we do in our life. And because there was such a breakdown now in the church at Galatia, and because now they had turned away from faith where they were when Paul was there teaching and instructing and leading and guiding them in the gospel by faith and walking them through what it meant to live a holy life in Christ because they had turned away from that. They had turned their back on God, and they was now bringing in all of these other ministers of pastors, quote, unquote, so to speak, which was not now preaching and teaching the faith gospel, but now they were 
teaching in such a way that they wanted to be lifted up and they wanted to be looked up to. They wanted to be glorified and, and they wanted to take the credit for themselves. And so now they had turned their ear unto such teaching that their ears were being scratched, but their spirit was not being fed. So now their ear was now turned to man. That's a dangerous thing. When we turn our ear to man, that our ears can be scratched so that our flesh can be satisfied, but our spirit is no longer being filled or fed by the preaching and teaching of the holy word of God. Now we cannot hear what the Lord is saying, but we have to always revert back. When we got the, when we want to walk by faith and not by sight, we got to always go back to what Romans 10 and 17 expressly tells us. So then, faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. It never said that your faith going to come by what the word of man says, not by any man-made doctrine, but your faith is going to come by hearing the word of God. So if the word of God is not being taught or being instructed or being preached according to what the word of God has said, then our faith can never increase, neither will our spirit man be fed, neither will nothing in our life ever be able to make a difference that we'll be able to grow in and walk in the direction where God has called us and appointed us in this earth as his children to do in order for us as the people of God to keep our faith active. See, faith is active. There is nothing dead about faith. Faith is an action word, so faith has to be kept active. So in order to keep our faith active and for it to make a difference, we must remain active in seeking the faith of God. How do we seek the faith of God? Through prayer and the study of his word. When we pray and by faith study the word of God, we'll come to understand that any and everything that we need to do need to know in our lifetime is already in this love letter that the Lord wrote unto us under the anointing through those men of God that he appointed to pen what he spoke into their spirit, and they wrote under the anointing of the Holy Ghost this letter that God dictated to them, to us. But only by faith will we be able to understand what this letter is saying. So our faith makes a difference even in when we read this word, that we don't read it, first of all, with, with the help of consulting the Holy Spirit, that come, Holy Spirit, be with me. Open up my understanding that I may get the knowledge that I need as I read this word. Let faith be imparted into me that I may get revelatory knowledge from heaven above that I will know what the Lord is saying to me. And if we don't study this word with the help of the Holy Spirit under the direction of the anointing and believe by faith, that we are going to receive the revelatory knowledge that we need, we'll never be able to understand. I don't care how often we read this word, we still will not gain the understanding unless we read it by faith. When we look at verse, move on down here to verse 5. Verse 5 says, He therefore that ministereth to you the Spirit, and what miracles among you? Doeth he it by the works of the law 
about the hearing of faith. Here, Paul was reminding the people that even those who minister the gospel to others, regardless of what your title is in the fivefold ministry or whether you are just a leader over a ministry within the ministry of your local worship center where you worship, you have to also minister this word of the Lord by faith. And he was saying to them, in order for the working of miracles, signs, and wonders to follow the work that anybody that ministers this word, they have to minister it also by faith. Because the Bible lets us know all of those that minister this gospel must do it under the anointing. And those that are true in the gospel, that are true ministers of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, that are full of the Holy Ghost, miracles, signs, and wonders shall follow them. But here Paul was making reference also to himself because he was their teacher. He was their instructor. He was their pastor when he was there at the church of Galatia. And he was saying to them, he therefore that ministered to you. And he said, was I in the spirit when I was there, when I worked among you? Don't you remember the miracles and the signs and wonders that God worked among you with your own eyes? You saw what took place in your presence. And it was not the law that did it. It was the Holy Spirit that did it. Why? Because faith was in the house. It was the faith in what was being done in the house that made the difference. Oh, yes, it was. You know, so he was saying it takes faith to, do, to operate in the Holy Spirit. Paul was referring to himself. He said, I was relying and I was operating in the spirit as I ministered to you and as I preached the gospel unto you. I did not do it out of my flesh. I did not rely on myself. Because, see, Paul, he well understood that the absence of faith debilitated the ability even for the spirit to complete its work. Even when the Holy Spirit come into the presence of God's people, if there is no faith, the spirit of God will not move. God has to see your faith. Think about it. The woman who had the issue of blood for 12 years, when she pressed her way through that crowd, as bad as she needed her healing after 12 years. But you know what he, what did he tell that woman? He said, woman, it is your faith that made you whole. It was not her touch, not her touching the hem of his garment. The touching his garment did not make that woman whole. He said, it was your faith. So even if she had touched Jesus' flesh, if she didn't have the faith that she was going to receive the healing, that she had determined in her spirit before she left home, I'm going to get my blessing and my healing today if I could just get to Jesus. If she didn't have faith that she was going to get what she set out to get that day, she would not have been made whole because he said, your faith made you whole. Also, it takes faith. It is faith that makes the difference. Even when we pray, Yes, our prayer goes up to God's air, but does he hear any faith in our prayer? Don't just pray because the pastor tell you, go away and through prayer and supplication, make your request known unto the Lord. Yeah, that's what the word of God says, but we better have some faith-packed prayer when they reach the Lord's air because sometimes our prayers are prayed amiss because they are prayed with no faith. We don't believe what we ask for. 
He said, when you pray, you pray in faith. He said, you should have whatsoever you ask. He said, I will do it for you, but I got to hear your faith in what you ask for. So without faith, when we pray and when we ask, even the spirit is not able to complete its word because faith makes the difference. Prove that, Dr. B. I don't have to prove it for you. We're going to let the word prove itself. Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 6 says, But without faith, it is impossible to please him, meaning God. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of that of those that diligently seek him. That's proof in the pudding right there. It is of absolute necessity to have faith if we expect to be pleasing unto God in anything that we ask and in anything that we do. He said it for himself, that it is impossible to please him and we don't have no faith. Faith is also the key to getting our prayers answered. Faith is a secret, my people. People of God on this line tonight, don't you forget that. Faith, when you pray, is a secret to getting your prayers answered. Don't just go in your secret closet and just Staying there for hour on hour and hour and pray, pray, pray. You better go in there with faith, expecting, believing that whatever you go in there and pray, that is in the will of God for you, because it is God's will for you to prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prosper. It is in God's will to bless you with everything that God has wrote in this letter concerning you. He said, but when you come before me, if you want it, the secret to getting it, when you ask for it, he said, it's yours, but you better come before me in faith. <laughs> Hallelujah. He said, because when we come before him doubting, he said, the man that doubts when we ask him, he said, thank not that that man going to get anything from me. So we can't go before him doubting. He said, faith makes the difference. So faith is also the key to getting your prayers answered. Faith also please God. Our faith makes a difference when we come to him with the right attitude and the right motive. Our faith means something when we believe that he is God. And also faith makes a difference when we believe that he will reward us when we diligently seek him. Those are keys to getting our prayers answered because faith would force us to do these things when we come before our Father. Amen. When we doubt God's word, you know what that means? That means that we call God a liar. That's saying, God, I don't believe you'll do it, but I'm going to ask you anyway. Why bother even asking him? Are we not going to believe before we ask him that he is able to do what he says. Oh, God is not a man that he should lie. He is not the son of man that he has to ever repent for anything that he has ever spoken. And whatever he promised, he is able to fulfill. When we move on down to verse 11, oh, my goodness. Verse 11 again reads, but that no man is justified by the law in the sight of God, it is evident for the just shall live by faith. We better understand what does that mean tonight? That again, just as it said, no man can be justified by the law. The law can't save anybody. If the Mosaic law could have saved anybody, there would have been no need for Jesus to come. 
Now, even though when Jesus came into the world, the law was not completely done away with. Jesus came to fulfill what the law could not do. You hear what I'm saying? He came to fulfill what the law could not do because the law could not save anybody. My Lord, my Lord. He said the just shall live by faith. The just shall live by faith, and the law is not of faith. But the man who chooses to keep the law, hear me, if you choose to keep the law, you shall be required to also do what the law says and got to live in all the things that are written in the law. So if you want to continue to live under the Mosaic law, then you got to keep all of the law, not one or two. You got to keep the whole law if you choose to continue under the Mosaic law. And when you back back up to verse 10, that proves it. Because verse 10 says, for as many as are of the works of the law are under the curse. For it is written, curse is everyone that continues not in all things which are written in the book of the law to do them. So if you're going to choose to remain under Mosaic law, which Jesus has come, and we are now under grace and truth, he said, if you say you want to stay under the law, then you go keep all of them. But you're walking and living under the curse. Jesus came and, and he shed his blood to redeem us from the curse. What was the curse? Man could not live out what the law said because it was too many things and so many was dying because of the law. And when God recognized that there was no way man could keep all those laws that was handed down unto Moses, Jesus came, do you hear what I'm saying? And what the law could not do, which it could not save, the law could not sanctify, the law could not justify, the law could not redeem. Do you hear what I'm saying? So Jesus came with grace and truth that we could be redeemed back to the Father by his precious blood. The law could not wash away nobody's sin, but that's what Jesus did. So he came to fulfill that part of the law, which the law could not do. But he said, if you want to continue to live under the law, then you stay under the curse, but you're going to have to keep all of the law. You can't just keep part of the law but those that's walking under grace and truth they are no longer cursed they are not just because they are justified by the atonement of jesus christ so now the just shall live by faith oh somebody better hear me tonight because see those that still walking under that curse they're under that old covenant we are not under the old covenant but if you want to continue to walk in the old covenant, then so guess what you got to do? You got to keep all the old rituals, all of the feasts, and make all of the same old sacrifices under the old covenant, which has been abolished in Jesus Christ. Meaning for those of us now under the, under grace and truth, that old law, we don't have to keep it because it's been abolished. That curse is no longer hanging over our head like a yoke and a bondage around our neck. We are under the new covenant, which is grace and truth, that Jesus brought into the world by faith. We have to receive it as such. Faith, not the law, makes the difference. When we look at verse 12 again, it says, And the law is not of faith, but the man that doeth them shall live in them. My goodness. And Leviticus 18 and 5 restates that as a religious law. We are not religious people. We are spiritual people. Do you hear what I'm saying? And this is the way Leviticus 18 and 5 stated it. Ye shall therefore keep my statutes and my judgment, which if a man do, he shall live in them. I am the Lord. 
He says, so if you want to live under the cloud of all of this religiosity, then you keep all of the law. You can't keep part of it. You got to keep all of it. I choose to be spiritual and not religious because the just shall live by faith. The faith in Jesus Christ makes the difference. You see, Christ bore our lost cure, the curse of the law. He bore that curse for us on the cross to give us two faith blessings because faith makes the difference. If you look at verse 13, Christ had redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us, for it is written, Curses everyone that hangeth on a tree. What is that saying? Christ has brought us back from the curse of the law. We are no longer in bondage to it. Sold as a slave to the law and its death penalty. Christ freed us, being made a curse for us. Whatever was offered as an atonement for sin was considered as bearing the punishment due to sin. If sin, sickness, pain, suffering, yes, even death, and all the effects of sin were a part of the curse and the result of it, then they are all atoned for and removed from us in God's faith plan for us. Oh, yes, by his blood, he purchased a faith plan for us because faith makes the difference. Oh, my God. And verse 14, as we read that again, that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. What is he talking about here? What was what was Paul saying here? The blessings of justification by our faith in Jesus Christ, and that we might receive the promised Holy Spirit by faith. That is the Spirit baptism. These two blessings can only come through Jesus Christ and through faith. Oh, we better be glad that Jesus shed his blood on the cross. Because it was only because of his blood that we were redeemed all from the curse. He atoned our sin by the shedding of his blood. And when he shed his blood and we were atoned from our sin, everything when he atoned us on that cross, for any kind of or situation, any sickness, anything that might that come up against us, that the enemy could accuse us with a hold against us. Jesus paid the price for it. Everything fell under, under that atonement. And I want us to hear this last piece real good before we close out tonight. Christ is a direct agent who baptizes his followers in the Holy Ghost. According to Matthew chapter 3 and verse 11, where John the Baptist declared, I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance. But he that cometh after me is mightier than I, whose shoes I am not worthy to bear. Now we know he that is being made reference to is Jesus. Jesus shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. Now, this is the main point I want you to take away from here tonight to understand how faith and not the law makes a difference for you and for me. If all everything that Jesus paid the price for, if all results of the curse have been removed by the atonement, and when I say atonement, that means by the shedding of Jesus' blood, then this certainly includes healing of sickness, which is one of the major effects of the fall of man. 
Every sin man fell in the garden. Life for man for going downhill every sin. When we look at Isaiah, if you return to those passages and read it for yourself, Isaiah 53, verses 4 and 5, it tells us where Jesus bore all of our sicknesses and all of our sins and all of our diseases. And then we went on to verse 5 when it said that he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. And the chastisement of our peace was upon him. And by his stripes we were and we are healed. Thus then, to say all that, to say this, healing of our entire body is a blessing as a result of the suffering of Jesus Christ. So tonight, if we can believe that by faith, see, it's all about faith making a difference. We, we cannot worry about the law. We've got to do what the word of God tells us. But even more important than that, he said, tonight you got to obediently, by faith, accept and receive your blessings, not tomorrow, not next week, not next month, not next year, but even this night, even this very moment, while you hear the voice of the servant of the Lord speaking on this line tonight, he said, you better accept the fact that it's only your faith that will make the difference in your life. If you can believe and receive by faith tonight for your healing, your healing is yours. He said because Jesus has already atoned for your healing on the cross. When he shed his blood, he purchased your healing on the cross. He said you just need to believe it with every fiber of your being. He said, so what? There may be some symptoms that say something is wrong with you. He said, but ain't nothing wrong with your spirit. That's your flesh acting up. He said, but if you can believe it by faith, he, God will overcome anything that is in your flesh because God is greater than your flesh. But nothing in your flesh can touch your spirit because everything in your spirit says that you are as Jesus is because the spirit of the Lord dwells on the inside of you. And if the Holy Ghost dwells on the inside of you, the Holy Ghost can speak to that flesh and tell that flesh, be healed by faith. So the Bible says, according to your faith, be it unto you. So this all this thing is all about faith. The Bible says you should have whatsoever you say. The Bible says Speak those things that are not as though they were. So where is your faith tonight? Your faith makes the difference. And you speak about faith until it manifests. Because he say you're already healed. Not you're going to be or that you may be. Or if you call on the Lord, the Lord will heal you. He said he already done heal you. He said even every time you hear this word, his word is medicine. He said I sent my word. To heal them. So you're already healed. So every time you hear this word, you heal. You're reminded that you heal because your faith makes the difference. So can you receive this word tonight by faith? Oh, we thank the Lord tonight for this word. And I believe tonight that if somebody will receive this word on this line tonight, you know that you're already healed and you'll grab hold on it and you'll begin to see the manifestation and stop saying, Lord, will you heal me? And say, Lord, I thank you for the manifestation. Now I'm waiting for the manifestation to show up because my faith will make the difference. We thank you tonight for all of our faithful listeners. Amen, amen. Because somebody is going to, heart's going to be changed and somebody's life is going to be transformed by this word. Thank you, faithful listeners, for showing up on the line to support Transforming Lives by the radio. We want to thank the D-Card family, those of you who that you choose to come on on Tuesday night and support this ministry. We also want to thank Jerry Ross Live Worldwide. Thank you, Positive Power 21.org. Thank you, Pastor Chuck Sanderson, who is the producer of this show. Following this um, Transforming Lives, you will do this and that. Paula Breon on our testimony, and following our testimony, you'll be listening at none other than Veronica Brown on Pearls with Veronica. We ask you to continue to pray for Transforming Lives Bible Radio. 
We're looking for you to be back next week, same time, same place. Know that we love you. Walk by faith, not by sight, because the just shall live by faith. This is Dr. B. We love you. Same tonight. Transforming Lives Bible Radio Show with Dr. V from Florence, South Carolina and the Divine Church of Deliverance. Catch Transforming Bible Radio Show every Tuesday with Dr. V at 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on Positive Power with Robert Zach Christian Media and Spreaker Podcast. You are listening to Jerry Royce Live Worldwide Podcast. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.